Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's Mad Mike, and we are here once again for the Midweek War. And we are here finally to talk about a story-driven episode of Ring of Honor. Uh, with me, as always, Antonio Garza. How are you, sir? Hey, Mike. Uh, I'm really good. Uh, I'm ready to talk Ring of Honor. Me, the, me the, too. The episode of Honor. The episode of Honor. I don't know if I'd go that far, but sure. And uh, with us is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am excited to talk about Midweek Wrestling once again. Uh, this will be a very interesting week. I'm very opinionated this week. I'll just say that. Do you, do you have notes? I don't. I didn't take notes this week. But oh, I, good. <laughs> you know, you know, I, I love Eamon's notes. In fairness, that doesn't mean I don't have a lot to say. <laughs> Eamon's page of pitching is one of my favorite things about the midweek war sometimes. All right. Uh, so we're talking about Ring of Honor. And first, you know how we do this. Garza, what's your one word for Ring of Honor this week? Evil. What was that? Evil. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, Eamon, what was your one word? Stories, I guess. Is a, I, may, I may steal yours, but stories. Okay. Um, my my word is underwhelmed. Oh. Under no, and and I have a good reason for it. I have a good reason for it, but it wasn't. I was underwhelmed with the show as a whole. Just something. All right. Mm -hmm. Uh. So Garza, what was your good this week? Uh, my good. I'm gonna give it to. The backstage uh, promos by Reed Dragon and Adam Cole. I thought that both promos were so so good. Super. There was just so much feeling in both uh, in both promos. Like I was watching, particularly uh, Adam Cole's, and I'm 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 just thinking, why isn't anyone in the wrestling business like TNA, WWE, in the New Japan? Why isn't why isn't there someone with the same fire that Adam Cole is cutting promos with? Because uh, it was just an amazing promo. Like he he, he was missing his uh, words. Uh, just so much emotion. Hmm. All right, um, Eamon, how about you? You're good. Uh, my good for this week on Ring of Honor would probably be the opener. Uh, which was the fourth of the best of five series between ACH and Matt Seidel. Um, I thought it was very entertaining. I thought they told a really good story in the match. Uh, uh, you know, I think the biggest thing as well was like, you know, best of five series. I think a lot of times we've said it before. I think like it's it's kind of telegraphed. It usually goes to a fifth match, but I ca I really bought the ending. Like I bought that ACH could could have take could have won it. You know, and that's mm -hmm. always good to you know get that feeling even though you're expecting one thing. Um, yeah, I, I found it was really entertaining. It was a great way to open the show, and, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. I like that uh, if you've been following all four matches, each uh, finish for a match has been building up to the previous finish of the match. Uh, mm -hmm. Like You've been able to see how ACH learns from Seidel, and Seidel has been learning from uh, ACH, uh, just talking about the, the finishes. And yeah, definitely. I think, and I think uh, I, don't, I don't know when the number five is, but at least in this one we've got to see ACH to his finisher and then to the side of his finisher. So we'll, we'll see what happens on number five. Um, Garza, I have a question for you before I do my good. Did you watch Spring of Honor on Sinclair? 
No, I actually had to watch it on uh, ringofhonorwrestling.com. Okay, because on, because on, all right, see, because I was confused with your good, because I was thinking, I'm like, what promos? Oh, because those were doing inside Ring of Honor. Destination oh, America. Yes. I didn't get those promos. Yeah, yeah that's that was... during the. That's during okay, the inside see, Ring of Honor all right, segment. that was that that was part of my underwhelmedness, but mm, Ring of Honor. See, this is why you bother me as a company sometimes. Like, at least tell me, uh, look, at least tell me to go to the website and see it, because yeah. I'll do that if you tell me to. But I'm just confused why they don't include it on Destination America. No, it's be- it's because um I actually heard I actually heard someone talk about this on another site because they do it on Sinclair and on the Ring of Honor uh, website uh-huh. they time it out where they don't have as long as commercial breaks. Okay. So when they have it on Destination America, they have to have networks network length commercials where they're not like getting part of the pie from it. So they cut oh. out interstitials like that. Oh, okay. all right. Um, so for those of us who just happened to see it on Destination <laughs> America, what were the promos about? Because I didn't get to see either of them. Uh, Redragon are kind of promo uh, first. Uh, Bobby cuts a promo on Jay Lethal, how he is a lucky motherfucker for walking out of uh, the pay-per-view with both titles. Okay. And then um, Kyle O'Reilly pretty much cuts a promo on Adam Cole for turning on him and how he is a, like a little bitch and instead of joining me dragon he decided to chase the dragon and now the dragon will kill him. Okay. And then and then Adam Cole cut a promo pretty much on both guys. Uh, just saying uh, I had to be waiting on the hospital bed, uh, healing while everyone said that Kyle O'Reilly is going to be the next big thing, but fuck that shit because Kyle O'Reilly is just uh, uh, a cheap version of Adam Cole. Ah, uh, so, so it's one of those classic, he didn't visit me in the hospital promos? Kind of, almost, but yeah, you need to okay. go okay. find the, the Adam Cole one because it was really, really good. Okay, I, I, lo- I love... Love, love when heels are injured, and they're like, "No one visited me in the hospital." I'm like, "Ah, oh. like those are so old school, but they work every <laughs> every fucking time." Okay, um, so that makes me feel a little bit better about when I get to my bad. But um, my good this week, I loved the All Night Express and um, the addiction promo. That was a lot of fun. I, I Kenny King felt rejuvenated. He just yeah. felt like he was having fun again. He fe- like, and we see this a lot. Are we, with guys who I'll say this: Are we gonna compare? Are we gonna compare and contrast Kenny King this week? <laughs> oh, oh, we're we're gonna compare and contrast Kenny King this week because holy shit, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, like, and the All Night Express versus Addiction—that's gonna be something that's fun. I'm excited about that because I like. I don't know enough about Red Titus, but I like three out of the four guys in that situation. So, I, I, I approve of that tag team scenario. All right. Um, so, so Garza, what was your bad this week? Uh, my bad this week was the fact that uh, Jay Lethal had to sheet to beat Watanabe. I mean, <laughs> number one, is a fucking jobber. I know he's just doing his description. He's a fucking jobber. Number two, this was his last match in Ring of Honor. Why do we need to keep him strong? And number three, 
Lethal is the fucking double champion. There, there's a reason that I consider Lethal to be better than Rollins, and that's because he fights his matches, and now he's cheating to defeat Watanabe of all people. So I didn't, I didn't like that he had to cheat. Okay. All right. Yeah, that kind of that kind of transitions to my bad as well. Uh, I I didn't love the main event from the. It was a perfectly fine match. Um, I think it comes from a point where not to like plug the company I work for or anything like that, but I've actually got the privilege to work with Watanabe at Inspire Pro when he like first started on his excursion, and like he's very good. And I know he's a jobber in Ring of Honor, but he won a six-person gauntlet or whatever to you know, get this shot, and, like, you, like you said, this was his last match before going back to New Japan, and it wasn't really that big of a match. Like, it was, I, I, like, because I watched it off uh, com, and I noticed the time when the bell rang, and it was only, like, nine minutes. There was only, like, nine minutes left in the show. Yeah. And, like, Watanabe didn't get in a whole lot of offense. Like, there wasn't, like, a big kind of... It didn't feel big. Um... And I know Watanabe can have like more competitive matches than that, and have longer matches than that. And I feel like you could have, you know, done something a bit better there. You know, I, I, I feel like with all the factors going into play, it should have been bigger, and it, and it kind of wasn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I guess not every Jay Lethal title defense can be huge. So I, I kind of get what I kind of get what they're doing with it because, really, it should only be a big deal on the nights where he has to defend both belts. That's true. I just think in an environment like Ring of Honor, where like everyone's having like four star matches, like 15, 20 minute four star going for matches, like it felt kind of underwhelming. Yeah, but you know what? I don't mind. Stuff like that where a guy's finish, like, you can have a distraction finish. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and I'm out. Because Ring of Art honestly doesn't do it that often. So it's kind of a welcome change of pace. Because if every match is, like, a 15, 20-minute, like, four-star, everyone kicks out of each other's finishers and stuff like that, to me, that gets boring. No, I I, get that. That gets boring. I, and I get that completely, and I'm kind of with you on that, but I just feel like with the style of Ring of Honor and what is known about Ring of Honor, like I feel like they didn't live up to a standard that Ring of Honor already sets. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. I think the, That's just my opinion. Right? Like the biggest problem I see here is that Lethal is coming back from a pay-per-view war where he won both his matches pretty much by cheating. And now his next defense against Watanabe, and he cheats again. I, I think... Uh, no, I. This would have been a, a good uh, match where he can just win clean and yeah. you know follow on. But I think it's I. Before he won both belts, he was winning everything clean. So yeah. I think that well, no, but clean mostly clean. Mostly clean, like I, I think <laughs> now that he has both belts, him cheating shows the desperation, and I'm cool with that. Because he wants to keep both belts, obviously. So he has to maybe play a little underhanded, even with someone who's maybe not as much of a threat like Watanabe. I don't know. I I, I think it was okay. Um, my bad this week is Silas Young and the boys. <laughs> oh, no. 
underwhelming. <laughs> exactly. I wanted so fucking much from this. I wanted so much from this. And I'm going to let it marinate. I'm going to let it stew. I'm going to see what they do next week. I don't think they're going to do anything next week because it's the same show, right? Like, it's the same set of tapings, well, so they're probably well, going to have him come out. They could have, like, a backstage... They could do, like, a film thing or something like that. Ring of Fire doesn't do backstage segments, Eamon. Mm. And when they do, they don't show them on Destination America. So, That's true. But, yeah, I was, I was hoping for so much more. Like, when he brought... like. Who was the guy that came out with Silas Young? I've never the seen be- him. The Beer City Bruiser. The Beer City Bruiser. First of all, Beer City. I never want to move there. Uh, but I thought he was bringing the keg into the ring and he was going to have the boys do like keg stands or something like that. That like, would have been cool. Uh, exactly. Like It would have been great. I'm like, oh, cool. They're bringing out a keg. He's going to make them like chug a beer every time he does a move or something. That would be awesome. But no. Also, I, I was very upset. Not, 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 not to say I'm opposed to anybody doing stuff like this, but for Beer City Bruiser, it was just weird. Like, the big thing is he's supposed to like punish the boys or whatever, and like, like the second move he does to one of them is a drop kick, like a standing <laughs> drop kick. Like what? Yeah, like, like, I don't know. I just... Like, did he just want possession of the boys to have a match with them? Because that seems like a waste. Well, I get what he was. I get what he's going for, but, you know. Yeah, he needs to start, uh, like, punishing him slowly. I, I have a question for you guys. Okay. Because uh, I hadn't noticed this before because of the mask, but are the boys twins? They are twins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, K- Kayfabe Breaker, they're an indie wrestling team known as the Tate Twins. Um, there's a really at one of the like first like r- big Ring of Honor pay per views they have a match with uh, War Machine, and, like oh. one of War Machine's first pay per view matches, and they just kill them. And it's yeah, this was before Dolph Castle and all that stuff. So okay. well, R- Ring of Honor and Dolph Castle hit the jackpot finding this deal. Yeah, especially for oh, this. Yeah. they they sold really well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, yeah, I, I like I, I get what they were going for. I'm, I'm like. I hope this is a slow build to yeah. more stuff coming. Yeah, I know there's more stuff because there were two. The other set of tapings does have stuff, but uh, hopefully they show it soon. I I really hope there's more coming down the pipeline for this because it was just disappointing. I want like we had to wait three weeks for this. That's true. And then we see it, and it's oh, I'm just gonna beat you up. And, like, Dalton doesn't even come out to try and save them. Yeah. Like, no, it, it was nothing. It was absolutely nothing. I mean, I'll, I'll, see, I'll see what happens. I hope, I hope there's more of the coming, but it was very... That's, that's what underwhelming was for me. All right, uh, so, Garza, what would your change be for this week? Uh, this change is not really related to the show itself, but... Uh, like I said, I have been watching Ring of Honor uh, on Ring of Honor website, and for some reason, the website has so much better quality, like visual quality, than uh, <laughs> than Destination America. So I don't know what exactly they're doing, but whatever they do, change that because the Destination America feed looks like shit compared to the to the website. I don't know why. That's my change. Just I guess give them the the good quality video. 
Okay. I don't know if you yeah. noticed that, Mike. Uh, well, I've never watched it on the Ring of Honor site, so I can't really compare. But I, I, don't I, know. I can agree. I'm usually live tweeting too, so I don't notice stuff like that all the time. Yeah, and there was weird audio problems this time around. Like there was like the mics were a little low on the commentators, to where like when wrestlers had entrances, they were kind of like drowned out. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, I know it's on TNA too. Actually, it might be a Destination America thing. Well, yeah, maybe. All right. Uh, so, Amen, what would your change be? Uh, my change would just go back to my bad and and just do the one and Abe lethal match differently. Maybe give him a bit more time. Uh, I don't know what you would cut really to give them a little more time, um, but just devote more time to them and and give Watanabe a good send off. You know what I mean? Like give him something something special, sentimental. Because he's been in Ring of Honor since like for like a year and a half or whatever on a, on experience. So actually, I think uh, Ring of Honor really fucked up on Watanabe because. They really didn't start to use him until Ring of Honor started to, like, push. Uh, the New Japan downs. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it, it kind of feels like like they wasted him for a long time, and then when New Japan started to push for him, uh, Ring of Honor had to, like, try to do something, but it wasn't enough to really build him up to how they had done with previous people doing excursions. So... Mm-hmm. Like, the, the most they were able to build him was up to a TV title match at a TV taping, you know? So... Yeah, and, and Watanabe is very talented. And, and you know, I, I personally really enjoy Watanabe. Um, I also will, since this is, is the last appearance, I will knock Ring of Honor for in the year and a half of employing him, never getting his first name correct. <laughs> never. <laughs> it, is, it is Takaaki. It's not Takaaki. It's not Takaki, like they always say, or they or they just won't say and just call him one now. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. All right. Uh, my my change this week is apparently, according to you guys, put everything on the show. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know how the whole thing works with Destination America. So. Yeah, because honestly, I I was waiting for something because Adam Cole doing his whole turn was like one of the huge deals from the show and we didn't see anything on Destination America. I'm like, oh, I, I I guess next week. I don't know. But yeah, uh so Ring of Honor, get your shit together. Come on. Um so where where would you guys rank Ring of Honor this week? Garza? I'm gonna rank it number three. Uh because aside from the ACH versus Sidel match, this show was uh, completely passable to me. Uh yeah, like I, I could have seen the, the the promos on YouTube and just be happy with it. Alrighty, uh, Eamon? Um, Ring of Honor is going to be my number two for the week. Uh, I think I, I agree with uh, with all you guys' points. I think the quality of the ACH Seidel match really kind of bumped it up for me because uh, that was a really great match. I felt. Um, yeah, and. and it's good to see them at least get back to the story stuff and get back to that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's uh, my number two. Okay, uh, I think it's going to be number two for me, too. Um, the ACH Seidel match, that was really a lot of fun. Uh, they gave a little bit more background on it, too, which helps helps guys like me who like stories and all stuff like that. I kind of wish they wouldn't have ended it at four matches, but, you know, I, you have to go to five, I guess. 
And uh, I, anytime the addiction is out, just talking and rambling, that's always going to be a win for me. So, uh, yeah, number two. Uh, so was there anything else that we missed about Ring of Art you guys wanted to mention before we uh, head off here? No, I think we got it all. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's the great thing with these hour shows is we kind of cover everything. Yeah, it's really <laughs> this easy. Is true. This is true. All right, so um, Garza, where can the good people of the Internet find you? You can find me at DWRevolution on the Twitters, and you can find me at DWrestlingRevolution.com. All right, and Eamon, how about you? And where can the good people find Inspire for Wrestling to see more Watanabe? Uh, you can find uh, me on Twitter at Eamon, please, to find Inspire Pro Wrestling on Twitter. You can find us at Inspire Pro Res. And actually, all of Watanabe's matches for us, you can see online on YouTube. Because uh, when we that's when we released our full shows online. So you can easily check those out. Those were both, both times we had them over. Those were really great matches. So go check them out. Excellent. And uh, you can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. You can also go, if you want to see more of our lovely faces, go to live.sorgatronmedia.com every Tuesday night where we are talking all about professional wrestling on the Proper Mayhem Show. And Eamon is usually with a very lovely guest from either the Texas or Pittsburgh area on the Indie Mayhem Show right afterwards at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. So, uh, for Antonio Garza and Eamon Payton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been The Midweek War!